Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind the Plays. We are here with episode 6, he says questionably, of this series 6 or 7, I don't know. Episode this one. One of them. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Episode now. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are here with this episode of our football series. We are six weeks into the NFL season now, and I have to say there have been some quite some surprises that I've seen and some uh, not so quite surprises that I didn't expect. We have a little bit to talk about today. Um, a couple free agent signings. Uh, yes, this is a little later than Thursday, and I think that's it. It's really it in football. And, of course, with me, as always, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Eric, the most knowledgeable of football folk. Yeah? Hello? That'll pop up on the audacity, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I literally no, we're blank. celebrating good times because the Broncos won, dude. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's okay. go. I didn't hear you, but whatever you said, it's probably. I was be playing. I was playing that's celebrate all. good times on my uh, on my oh, phone. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that's it all that up. matters. That's all. That yeah, matters. I mean, anyway. I got waves on Audacity. I hope it works. Uh, hello. Yes, Eric is in a good mood, as you can tell, and I actually get to be in a good mood and not in the sour mood that I was when we initially would have recorded. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, week six football was actually. Way more entertaining than I said. And I feel like I'm turning into a prophet when it comes to these games because I've gotten really good at this somehow magically. And also, uh, Week 7 is actually, has a lot of action-packed, fun games that we're going to be enjoying this, uh, this coming week. So, without further ado, shall we start? Let's do it. I want to talk about two things before we start talking about football. The Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in particular I would like to talk about in the... Uh, receiving department of the football teams. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, I don't know if they finalized the deal. I'm pretty sure they did, but they were acquiring Des Bryant. I believe they signed to their practice squad for now. Oh, okay. Well, he's probably going to get called up. Like, there's just no... I don't I don't see him... Unless they just give him tryouts. Like, he, that's that's pretty wild for, for uh, Baltimore. That's a great pickup. For sure. Um, it's just a matter of how well can he recover from... Having not played in essentially two years and having a uh, the most recent thing he did football wise was tearing his Achilles. True. true so true, true. that it, that's just the big question mark for me when it comes to Des Bryant joining the Ravens. But provided he's healthy and he can contribute, like the, that's going to be much appreciated by the Ravens for sure. Yeah, they need they need that extra oomph, and that's that's a playoff move right there. That's a Super Bowl move. If I'm being honest with you, um, I think. A bigger one is the the class. I mean, Ant Antonio Brown uh, has made his way to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to play with Tom Brady for a second time. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I I hope for for Antonio Brown's sake. Uh, I I think that there are some things that have changed. Um, and I hope that this mm -hmm. becomes a little bit more permanent. Rather than, you know, not maybe not necessarily the Bucks because, come on, they didn't need the extra help. But uh, I hope for Antonio Brown's sake it's per it's a little bit more permanent and, and we see a little bit more out of him after the way last season ended for him. Yeah, I was hoping he became an Eagle strictly off the fact that we kind of need receivers, but, you know. Why would he join that terrible team? <laughs> right. 
He can go play <laughs> with his boy Tommy Tampa Bay. Tommy, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think those are great picks ups. Uh, I was very intrigued to see those. Uh, the Ravens were making money moves. They also traded for a defensive end or a defensive tackle as well, which I thought was very interesting. Um, the other thing that happened exactly that I don't think we've talked about is the Chiefs picking up Lev Bell. Oh, we have not talked because, about Lev Bell. Yeah, we because, yeah, we made our predictions last time. We made our predictions last time, none of which were the Chiefs picking him up. That is true. We literally yelled a bunch of different We yelled Bills, Colts. I, I said Bills and Colts. You said Bears. Yes. Um, And I he ended up said, getting picked up um, by the Chiefs, which I don't really know how much the Chiefs there. needed him. It kind of felt like he wanted to be in Kansas City. Yeah, cause... and honestly, though, not the worst pickup in the world. Like, I don't see why they would take carries away from – uh, their rookie running back. Like he's I believe he's second in the league in rushing low. right now behind Derrick Henry. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah. So, so um, I'm, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised to see Le'Veon Bell in more power power plays like goal line. Because I think Le'Veon Bell is probably stronger than him. Maybe. But, I mean, nine times like third down running back, but that's like, like it. I wouldn't want to put what's-his-face over – I wouldn't want to put Bell over uh, – I need a nickname for him. His, his his name is so long. It's like Clyde, Clown, Calibre, <laughs> Clyde Edwards Alaire. Clyde Edwards Alaire. I yeah. We need something else. The C E H that that this doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, it does not. C E H. Just call him Clyde. Off the Clyde the guy. <laughs> the main. Clyde the guy. Clyde the guy. <laughs> All right, Clyde. He's 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 kind of he's kind of good at the whole this whole running back thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, what we've seen out of him from the Chiefs is super impressive so far, definitely. I called it, though. Week one. Yeah, you did, like, for sure. He's not going to do this. I'm like, nah, he's going to be a stud. He just he ran for like 150 yards. No, I, I, I said like, he nah. had a good game. Like, I'll believe, it, I'll believe it when I see more consistency out of it. And we definitely have. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. You know, like, let's put it this way. Like, Johnny Menzel ha- had flashes of greatness, right? Of course. Yeah. So, uh, like, the second I saw more consistent out of him, then, yeah, I'll believe it's for real. And and so far from what I've seen, I think he's for real. Yeah, he's, he's a solid running back. So, that's about it I want to cover when it comes to free agencies. That was very interesting pickups. And I thought Ravens and uh, Bucks were the most interesting places for those two guys to land. But um, it makes – I guess it makes a lot of sense. They're both contenders. So, yeah, we'll see how it – uh. See how it and up. in but o- let's, let's other news about- as well too, I guess we could talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins. This is important. Uh, oh, the na- Dolphins did bench Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they they named Tua the starter going into Week Eight because they're on bye for this week for Week Seven. Um, yes. So at home against the Rams, we will finally get to see Tua time, which um, we saw glimpses of. Him there are definitely time, reasons why. If if I'm Brian Flores and Dolphins GM, insert here. I don't know who it is. Off the top of my head. But if, if I'm the Miami Dolphins here, there are definitely reasons to bench Ryan Fitzpatrick and reasons to not. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick in the past few weeks has played like a Pro Bowl QB. And I don't think there's any denying that. Um, and, I mean, I've seen, like, the stories that he said he, like, he was heartbroken when he found out that he's not starting anymore, which I can only imagine. Right. Um, but I think the reason why they took him out is because, let's put it this way. They know that Tua is the future of the franchise. Like, exactly. I mean, the, the the Dolphins have really been searching for a quarterback for 20 years. Dan Marino tired in two, it retired in 2000. They've really been searching for a quarterback for 20 years. 
Because like the the next best one that they've had is probably Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Maybe like when Chad Pennington was there for a bit. True, 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 true. So I I think they're doubling. They're they're stating that like you know there's a reason we took him this high. We feel they like they must like what they're seeing in practice and meetings and all that stuff and in whatever practices and that situation has gone so far for them. They they have to like what they're seeing for sure. Otherwise they wouldn't be playing him. So. I don't know if you take out Ryan Fitzpatrick, but at the same time, felt like it was time. It did a little bit. Like it, it. If I'm excited for Tua, but I, I do feel bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably going to be a starter for a, a struggling team next year. Like maybe somebody like Washington or exactly. What's that? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Washington, maybe the Niners, maybe maybe. Like the Cowboys potentially, depending on yeah, how bad Dak's injury is. Yeah, Dak Dak's looking pretty rough. Um, so we'll um, we'll have to see. Uh, and, and I don't know if you bench Ryan Fitzpatrick with the way you're going right now, just because you're only one game back from the division. Like the, the Dolphins are now in second place in the in the AFC East. Um, behind the Bills. They're only one game behind the Bills. And given that the track that the Dolphins were on, I don't know if you bench Ryan Fitzpatrick, but at the same time, I get why they did. Yeah, for me, it's like, um, it, it felt like it was time only because it's like, we all know what the future is. The question is, like, you're riding a stride. Like, you just won three in a row. Like, is that, like, why didn't you do this three weeks ago when you were losing games? Right. Then it would have made more sense. But now you're winning games but like they're kind of coming to play an actual team next week so it's kind of like this is the game that i would have decided should i play i think it's because they're coming off a bye they have two weeks to prepare they gave two of the like hey this is your green light this is the go i think they knew it was happening eventually and they needed him to get snaps the season and i think i think there was a set plan that hey week six right before our bye we're gonna roll in we're gonna play Tua after bye. Cool. Yeah, it, yeah, it does feel like a little bit of a, this is what we decided beforehand, for sure. Like he's gonna learn on our fits right now, but he's gonna play. Yeah. I feel like Fitzpatrick probably knew that too. He's heartbroken because he's balling out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean for sure. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick was having a really good year, especially the past couple of weeks, and it it sucks for him for sure. But like this is Tua time. Like this is what we've been waiting for. <clears throat> Yeah, that's. I don't have much else to say about that aside from yeah. literally like it's. it's it, I think it's a two a time. Yep. That's basically what it was coming. Out. I think it was pre predestined to be two a time come week eight. So, but uh, all that out of the way, is there any other other things we need to talk about? Any other outside news? Other uh, uh, well, one quick thing. Um, I guess week uh-huh. seven, uh, the Seahawks Cardinals game was flexed to Sunday Night Football and Bucks Raiders and now one yes. PM game. I was actually going to talk about that. That's actually kind of important because I think the Seahawks Cardinals game is about to be the most interesting game of the week. Um, I, I mean, this Outside is po- this like... is potentially to set the, the standard for the NFC West for the rest of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Given that, I mean, given the Niners, given the Niners like, situation and with the Rams, even like it, I it, like the NFC West is up for grabs. Um, and this is going to be a huge game in this in this in how this plays out. So that'll be exciting for sure. I think it's a way better game than Bucks Raiders. Yeah, like the Seahawks as an individual, if they win this game, they have just as many wins as the NFC East as a whole. So, like, you know, 
Well, listen, just don't be in the NFC East. It's that easy. Can't relate. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting to see that. Uh, I, I really like that game, though. I think that game's going to be solid. Yep. Going to be a good game. Um, all right. No changes with COVID. Uh, I think one game might get potentially get flexed, but I don't think they've announced anything. Like the Raiders caught something. Oh, really? I haven't heard anything about that. Was it the Raiders? It might not have been the Raiders. I, I might be also talking, like, nonsense. So, it is what it is. Um, football. Week six. Let's talk about it. Um, uh, we'll start with uh, Titans-Texans because Chiefs-Bills got flexed from Thursday night to Monday night. Um, which I did tweet out. I did tweet out my mistakes. Uh, our mistakes. We talked that it was going to be, like, Thursday night football, which it was not. It was at the time we recorded it. It was still yes. Thursday night football. Yes. So, it got flexed. Uh, this is your time to follow me on Twitter at at behind underscore plays i tweet out all of our mistakes and i talk about what changes we would make um we we both stuck. We didn't change anything yeah we both stuck to our guns you stuck to the chiefs i stuck to the bills if anything that the fact that it got flexed that to that day actually gave me more confidence in the bills um clearly it was misplaced mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that mm-hmm. when we get there right and another reason is because week seven we obviously we're recording this after we watched the eagles giants game we literally finished watching that game and like we, a whole day later, we're recording. So like we know what happens in that game. We're obviously recording to predict those weeks. I tweeted out, "Hey, me and Eric both picked the Eagles to win. Um, we'll have an episode out for you Friday or Saturday. That's what's happening. So follow the Twitter at behind underscore plays. I tweet out all my mistakes, anything going on. I tweet it out. I make sure you guys are up to date. And I I I, I I've done YouTube. I know I know how to make sure you guys are up to date <laughs> with things on Twitter. Like it's, it's, I know I know this stuff. Okay. So just just uh. Please follow, and also follow my main at Davion underscore W. And please follow Eric. He tweets out Nevada football. Yeah, that's pretty much all I read. Hall of Famers. Hall of yeah, Famers. that's exciting news. Um, they they announced the classes of Hall of Fame for 2020. Um, Vitala, who's He's actually running backs coach. Yeah, is, right? is the running backs coach there now? Awesome dude. His little brother is our is um, a running back at the University of Nevada. Toa. Um, both great people, like just genuinely like vibes, like a happy dude. It was awesome. Um, and interestingly enough too, uh, Colin Kaepernick as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, round of applause for that running back. For I sure. I saw that earlier today. Yeah. Congrats to yeah, him. him and, uh, both and, that here. and Colin uh, Kaepernick. He, he was a linebacker. Gone, I can't, but not forgotten. I can't remember the name of him, but he was a linebacker for that 2010 team as well. And then oh, three cool. basketball players, two men, one woman. Um, Gosh, one of them. One of them. I bet you was a name. JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee. No. He went to Nevada. He did go to Nevada. Thought so. Nice. Uh, that's who it is. Okay, hold on. Oh wow! Even SportsCenter tweeted it out. Uh, for Colin Kaepernick too. Yeah, gone but not forgotten. I'm telling you. Did I really just only? Maybe I only like this. I didn't retweet. I just liked it. Maybe. Well, I guess anyway, I, I guess I didn't. Check do anything. out Twitter. <laughs> Message of the day. He'll find it eventually. Come on, we got this. We got this. <laughs> Maybe Was let's let's look Nevada at Twitter? let's look at Nevada athletics, not Nevada football. That would probably help. It'll help a lot. Got you. I'm looking it up now. Nope, that's a way old page. 2016. The heck. I guess they stopped keeping up with that. Yeah, University of Nevada. What? Okay, this doesn't help. Dante Mock. That's who it is. That's who the other football player is. 
Um, but and then the two basketball players, I bet you would know the name given you know your area, Luke Babbitt. Luke Babbitt, yep. I know who that is. Yep. Dog, sharp shooter. Yeah. Garbage in the NBA, but he was shooting lights out. Oh yeah. Did not have much of an NBA career, but he he could shoot the three ball. That's for sure. Anyway. And then who's the other one? Because I bet you. You'll know the why other. The you'll know the know other basketball Luke, player. Why do I too? know who Luke Babbitt is? Like I don't understand why I know who Luke Babbitt is. Like he was um, he played for like the Pacers, didn't he? At one point. I don't like, know. I I know I know he was big, and I think like the Chinese league. I mean, he he. I think he's the all-time leading scorer in school history, Luke Babbitt. Like I'm pretty sure, like because I remember, I think he's only the second person where they retired his basketball jersey, at Nevada. They ha- they only have three football jerseys retired. The one being the one I know off the top of my head is Marion Motley, who was he was on the Cleveland Browns back in like the 30s, 40s. Was like a huge player for the color barrier. Dang, Luke Babbitt, that's unlucky, bro. Yeah. He literally. Yeah, I mean, I, I look up Nevada Hall of Fame two... and it's literally just articles about Colin Kaepernick. My man was two years out from winning a championship. Yeah. Two years away, he was on the Heat two years after they went to the finals. Dude, unlucky. Oh, I guess they lost that one. I guess three years. Unlucky. I'm looking. I, I gotta find six-person Nevada Athletics Hall of Fame. Yeah, because it was Armand Johnson's the other one. Um, I know that name, but it's not ringing a bell. Hold on, let me look him up. That name sounds familiar, but I'm not Armand Johnson. And then Delana Kreiner was is a women's basketball player. I know who this is. Yeah, he played for the Trailblazers too. He had a very, very short NBA career of two years. Yeah. I know who he is, though. I remember him. He's, I, uh, he, was, he was in 2K. 11. <laughs> That's how we know him. Obviously. Yeah, I played. We, we Like, when we would do, like, uh, play 2K, you kind of, like, just play with players you don't use normally. Like, I would always use Luke Babbitt because sharpshooter. And, like, I would always use, like, him, like, Jamal Crawford. Uh, CJ Watson was one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always two K two K like ten eleven was was goaded because you would just shoot with people that were like they would have like ninety three pointer but they'd be like forty seven overall and garbage but they could shoot a three <laughs> so you were broken <laughs> yeah anyway football <laughs> uh gee, no Texans Titans is what we're starting with uh so Titans win literal game of the week Titans win forty two to thirty six in OT. Off of my boy, Derek King Henry. Yeah, nobody could stop him. Um, 200 yards. Two touchdowns. Definitely a good game, but this feels very Titans-y. This feels very Titans-y. Like, the Bills yeah. game last week was the only game that the Titans didn't win in a nail-biter. Yeah. Like, the Titans always yeah. like to keep it close. But the Titans are doing enough to stay undefeated. Like, they're very scrappy. I like the Titans. Um... They definitely have a tough matchup going against the Steelers this week, two undefeated teams. So we'll be down to potentially two, maybe one undefeated team left in the NFL after week seven. Or three in the Titans-Steelers tie. Who knows? You never know, I guess. <laughs> they haven't won, but Not it yet. feels worse. They Or they haven't lost, right. but it somehow feels worse. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, Titans were impressive. Derrick Henry was was really good. The I mean, the Texans are kind of a mess right now, which that's kind of what happens when you fire your your head coach mid-year. But, like, they put up 36 points Yeah, I mean, yeah they're a, comp- they're a the competent thing. mess. Right. Like, they're, they're not – they're a one-win team. They're probably the best one-win team in the league right now. Yeah, potentially. Like, 
seriously. They're not bad. Like, they just played literally three undefeated teams this season already. Yeah. You know? That's tough. And they, they were already having issues. Like, no no hop, no D-hop, no, no coach, <laughs> no GM. No coach. <laughs> I, I would argue he wasn't there for the first David four weeks. David Johnson? He, he wasn't even there for the first four <laughs> weeks either. I mean, I agree with that statement. That's why I said yeah. no coach. <laughs> this this interim head coach is coaching better than the actual coach that was yeah. coaching them. Yeah, I mean, Romeo Cornell definitely, he has head coaching experience, like I said, when they, when they named him head coach. The Titans weren't screwed, per se. It's not like they were naming some, mm-hmm. like, you know, their linebackers coach to head coach. He's never head coached in the NFL before. No, Romeo right. Cornell has head coaching experience. Yeah, he's in, I like him. I think he plays extremely. I like. I like his style. I think they're. I think the Texans are going to be okay, and we get to talk a, a little bit more about them in the next week as they're going to probably lose again because their schedule is the hardest schedule in the NFL for some god awful. Yeah, reason. it's it's not easy. Yeah, um, Eagles Ravens. Tell us all this about is, it. Uh, fuck, I got to talk about this one. Um, so, um, going into the game, we had Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz. Uh, uh, Kelsey, um, and Wentz were the four, like, listed starters at the beginning of the season that actually still played on offense, so four of 11, right? Um, midway through the game, Sanders gets hurt, Ertz gets hurt, it's down to Kelsey Wentz, Travis Fulgham, uh, put up big numbers, again, he scored another touchdown, this kid's a stud, and if the Eagles don't sign him, I'm going to personally fly and slap Howie Roseman in the face, (laughs) um, I'm trying to say this without, like, because I'm not upset at this game, because at the end of the day, it's the Ravens, right, who we could argue is the second best team in football right now, right, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Coming off a loss against the Steelers, who we could argue is a top five team in the NFL right now. Potentially. Potentially, right? Arguable. They're undefeated. There's a reason they're undefeated. The Eagles lost by two points. Barring all the stupid mistakes that happened during that game. I'm slightly upset at the only reason that we lost that game is Jake Elliott missed a field goal. That's, that's three points. We missed two-point conversion, two two-point conversions. That's seven points, right? Now, if we would have just went for the PAT on the first one, I don't know why Doug Peterson called. We were down like 17 or 20 to zero, like 21-0 or something, 20-17-0, something like that, right? Yeah. We score, and he goes for two. And I was like, what? Just field goal. PAT. Just go, like, what are, you, what are you gaining from this? We don't get it, right? It's fine. We end up scoring again. Uh, we get like the next two PATs. Uh, two two point conversions to like get game close. Just before half, we made a huge play. Would have cut it to like four, I think four points before the half. And Jake Elliott misses a fifty something yarder. I can't really be too mad at him. Fifty yarders are never are obviously not easy. I'll get to why I hate Jake Elliott next in the next <laughs> game that we talk about. Um, but <sighs> there was a lot to take away from that game. The defense for the first half of that game. May like they gave up thirty points that game. They held. They con- They played good. Like they played a lot better than I expected. I expected this defense to get rolled over, right? Darius, like Darius Slay is obviously coming off an injury. Who's our best corner? Um, they don't play Nickel Robbie Coleman as much as I ex- want them to. Um, uh, Avante Maddox is out. Who's probably our second best cornerback? And Jalen Mills and other guy Cravon LeBlanc are kind of bad 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Jalen Mills is probably my favorite play, person on defense. I like him a lot, mm-hmm. like like as an individual, but he's not that good at football. Okay, uh, he's not that great. I, I'm happy they moved him to safety, but they keep putting him on man because we keep having so many cornerbacks go down. Right. Um. It's 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 it's. This game showed that the Eagles, no matter what, will never give up on a football game. We were down 30-14 to 14 at one point. And there was a pass during that game where Wentz was literally pressured, like, within the first, like, five seconds. Like, for five seconds. First, like, .5 seconds of the, like, he snaps the ball, touches the ball, people are in his face. He literally rolls out right and, like, floats. He, like, like floats a 20, 20, 30 yarder into the end zone to Fulgham. First off, it was double coverage. So I don't know why he threw this in the first place. But Fulgham went up, mossed Marcus Peters. Yes, Travis Fulgham mossed Marcus Peters and some other guy. I don't know who else it was. I just knew it was Marcus Peters. And came down with a touchdown. Both Marcus Peters and the other person were on the ground. And Fulgham was just standing there like, yeah, I'm a practice player. Touchdown and walked away like nothing happened. Like it was like beautiful. Like it's it's like it, they pull out I don't know what out of their butts and still are losing games and it's sad to see. That's what the problem. Like this team could easily be like four and two or four and three right now. Like a win, like a winning team. But like <laughs> they leave. We left extra point. We left two field goals on the board in back to back games. Now we should have had those. Um, there were very there were uh, against the Ravens specifically. Justin Jefferson dropped a pass, and Miles Sanders dropped a touchdown. Um, which both were beautifully placed footballs. Um, the Miles Sanders one was like less of I I can't really blame him, but like it was it was so close that those little mistakes and the Ravens didn't make those mistakes. We didn't force any turnovers. We forced a couple three and outs. That was it, right? Ravens didn't make any mistakes. We made so many like little mistakes, like two drop passes. Two missed uh, two-point conversions. Instead, we could have taken two PATs, been in overtime against the Ravens. A missed field goal. We could have beaten the Ravens. Missed two, two, essentially two drop touchdowns. We could have beaten. Like, we left so many points on the board. It's hard to be mad at a team, but it's like, it's, it's like you're right there. You just have to, like, make the plays. And I'm going to talk about this again in the Giants game. But, like, you're like, it's right there. Uh, Lamar Jackson is, is insane. I, there's nothing else to it. I'm going to say the Ravens side. Lamar Jackson's just, like, the the second best quarterback in the league, like third best quarterback in the league, fourth, third, third. I'm going third. Mm-hmm. I'm going with third on Lamar Jackson. Like it was a not bad for a running back type of game. Like it was, he rushed for 100 yards and threw for like 150. Like he he torched us, dog. Like he he murdered us. And I couldn't like I was like you only can you can't stop him. You just hope to contain him, and you just couldn't do that either, right? It's it's crazy, and yeah. Like, it, we didn't even get beat by, like, tight ends. Like, Mark Andrews scored, like, two touchdowns. But, like, it was all Lamar Jackson's doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, his ability to create time for himself and roll out of the pocket and throw on the run as beautifully as he does, make plays out of nothing, siding army, side-arming things out of nowhere. Like, he's an insane quarterback. And it's very hard. Very hard to play against him. Oh, and also, um, we lost. But uh, Carson Wentz had, like, a 40-yard run, by the way. And he like stiff armed three people and like shoved them. It was like beast mode. And it was the funny I was I was crying. I was like, that's my quarterback. No one ever better say anything bad about this kid. He he wants obviously he wants to win. He just stiff armed a linebacker to get about extra twenty yards. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> it's hilarious. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's my opinion on that game. It was like it was it was hard to be mad at the Eagles for losing to the Ravens by two points. Yeah. There were missed opportunities, but like they're practice players, they're rookies. Like that's what I expect, you know? It's tough. It was tough, but you know, you're you're a pro football player. You just need time to adjust. And we'll talk about that in the Giants game when we get there. Yeah. All right. Falcons Vikings. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. The Falcons win this game. Screw the Falcons, bro. Dude, I hate the Falcons so much. You know what? Screw the Falcons, but shout out to Young Hoku for getting me 20 points in fantasy this I'm week. I'm so mad at the Falcons. Like, you have no Yo, idea. These three games, the Eagles, Ravens, Titans, Texans, Vikings, uh, Falcons, gave me my top three scores of the week in fantasy. Oh, my God. They gave me Carson Wentz, Derek Henry, I had a Young Hoku. I had a terrible week in fantasy. But neither me oh, nor Travis man. broke 100. Oh, I had man. 45 points at the end of Sunday. Jeez, bro. Yeah. I had more points with, like, Derrick Henry than that. Um, <laughs> so the Falcons win this game 40-23. to 23. It's about time. Yeah, it's about time. Um, maybe what the Falcons needed was to be Dan Quinless. They, find, they were Dan Quinless and they won, and it only cost the, uh, the city of Atlanta the Braves. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, I mean, I have <laughs> I have nothing ATL to contribute other than I'm molding. Yeah, same. Um, I had the Vikings win this game too, but like Falcons showed up and showed up. That's like Matt Ryan played well. That's 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 the end of that. Um. Okay. Steelers. Then let's talk about Steelers Browns. So Steelers win thirty eight to seven. We are in the Brown cycle. We're currently in the stage where the Browns are are in the dumps. Right, and then then they start to get good again, and everybody will start to get mad at their haters. Then they get overconfident, and then they lose. Like the it's the Brown cycle, so we're currently at the and then they lose stage. Um, here's the yeah. good news: they get the Bengals next week, the Raiders the week after, and then the week after that they're on bye. So they have two winnable games, then a bye week. And they're four and two. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I don't think the Browns they lose to a really good Steelers team by a bad score. I don't think the Browns are bad by all by any means of the word. I don't think, I don't think they're in necessarily maybe in the top ten anymore in NFL teams. But uh, I think they have a good chance of making the playoffs as a wild card team. Very much so. I think the Steelers are easily winning this division right now. Yeah, they're, it's the same division, right? Yes, yeah. they are. Steelers, Steelers, Bengals, Ravens. Yeah. Yep. Browns. Okay. It's the AFC North. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers are are insane. Um. I. I, I'm very impressed with the Steelers after this game because they, they came in, they executed, they, like, they looked crisp. Remember when I said they weren't going to get 500? Yeah, I, I said they were going to get exactly 500, and here we are. Here we are. Steelers, man. 5-0. and All right. Let's go Colts-Bengals. Colts win by a score of 31-27. to uh, Darn it, Joe Burrow! Darn it, you choked it! I was so happy for you, even though I was going to get a loss in this column, but Joe Burrow, you freaking choked it! You ah. Also, Bengals defense, you choked Bengals, you chokers! I hate you all! You were so mean, and you were so well, and just... Fuck you, Phillip Rivers, and all your kids, and... Ah. Uh, that's my mood about that game. Colts have an insanely good <laughs> defense so for sure. I mean, and, and and they held on to at the very end. I believe the Colts are uh, leading the league in points allowed right now. Overall, 
Uh, I, I, I think Col the Colts. Louder and you're like four and two. I think the Colts are the only team to have allowed less than 100 points so far this season. And the Colts are now four and two. They're behind the Titans still in the AFC South, but they're in a great position to make an AFC wild card. Um, I really like the Colts and what I've seen from the Colts. Like, like we said last time, we didn't expect the Bengals to be good. Um, this is a, a this was probably a winnable game at the beginning of the year, but we've seen a very impressive stuff from the Colts. Um, so I think this was a game that they were supposed to lose. Forget a winnable game. Like, forget beginning of the year. That was a winnable game up until, like, the fourth quarter. Yeah, very true. I'm so irritated that the Bengals lost this game. Like, genuinely upset that the Bengals lost this game. Like, they literally had it in the palm of their hands. And they were like, I would like to, like to dedicate this, uh, this loss to Atlanta Falcons for teaching us how to choke <laughs> games. Thank you. Like, it was, it felt so bad. I was so mad. I was so irritated with that L. I really wanted the Bengals to do well. Like, seriously, I want them to be successful. I don't know why I want them to be successful, but I want them to be successful. You're like my mom. Like, we're Broncos fans in this household, right? But my mom, right. I always find her be being like, boy, those Jaguars. Like, why the Jaguars, mom? What? what what, do you have for the Jaguars? Right, yeah. Like, I'm an Eagles fan. I, I don't know why I like the Bengals. I think I just like Joe Burrow. I really like Joe Burrow. He's a stud. Yeah. I, I do like I like Joe Mixon too. He but is like, uh officially ruled out for the Browns game. I'm like, yeah, he's not playing against the Browns. Yeah, so. he's my uh in the arms of an angel. Yeah, player. I know. Uh my my starting running backs I think right now are Devin Singletary and who else did I start in fantasy? Because I had Christian McCaffrey and Joe Mixon, which is a good combo. But here we are. Until they both die. Yeah. I have Derrick Henry, Ronald Jones, and I picked up DeAndre Swift because Miles Sanders was out, and then my other running backs were on bye or something. Yeah, my, I'm starting Devin Singletary and David Montgomery. Nice. I don't even think that they're technically the one running backs on their teams. And I've already lost because Rodrigo Blankenship's on bye, too. That's so tough. I had to pick up Graham Gano. Yeah, that's tough. I had, to pick up a, I had to pick up a tight end just to drop that tight end because he was ruled out pick up another tight end right got your boy noah font fant playing this week yeah i had noah fan for a long time and then he went out and i dropped him so i have eric I ebron in right now austin hooper to play while Ertz was away and then hooper got hurt yeah um but i mean yeah the Bengals kind of choked this game philip rivers kind of showed up not gonna lie he decided the second half was where he wanted to play football again um so yeah that's all, that's all I got of that one. Lions, Jags, though. Lions win by a score of 34 to 16. Uh, Lions were less bad. Uh, yeah. Um, what happened to the Jags? Uh, who plays for the Jags? Garner Minshew. That's it. That's that feels like it's it. <laughs> I like, like I, I like their like receivers. So solid. I like their receivers. But like, I feel out, like they were so solid. Outside of that, I, even like, their losses. I feel like just the Jags don't have enough resources. The Jags don't have enough pieces. Yeah, I thought they were going to be, like, kind of for real. Like, Garner Minshew's still not playing bad football. He's throwing more picks, obviously, but, like... I thought the Jags were going to be the worst team in football. Um, I don't think they are, but I definitely think no, the they're Jets probably bottom are. bottom five. They're bottom five. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Uh, the good news is that the Jets are still objectively worse. The yeah, Giants, so are, I think the Giants are still probably worse. Not probably. I think they're probably they are worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, now the we Giants can't objectively say it anymore because the Giants did win a game. 
Yeah. Because the only winless team yeah. anymore is now the Jets. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Washington football team. Yeet. Yeah, I mean, the Lions The Lions did look good against a very bad team, so. Yeah, it's Matthew Stafford. Yeah. For you. Like, the, yeah, that's kind of peak Matthew Stafford. They're third in their division, which is kind of wild. Well, yeah. They're, I, uh, they're not last behind the Vikings, which is that's, crazy. Yeah, that is strange. Speaking of the NFC North, though, <clears throat> we have the Bears winning in Carolina, 23-16. to 16. Oh, my gosh. I swear to God. This I was a good game to watch. Bears. It was a very good game, but I swear to God, if I hear one more thing about the Chicago Bears and how good they are right now, I will implode. I'm going to implode. Okay, well, then I'm going to— For context. Let's go ahead. For context. Yeah, I, I saw you in, a, you in Eddie. I don't, I don't care about him. Oh, okay. Uh, for context. <laughs> like, I, I care, but, like, not like—that's not, yeah. that's not what I'm, my, my entire family— Everyone in my family, besides myself, is a Bears fan. Really? And the Bears are winning football right now. Yes, they are. The, the last time they won football, 2008. they were like, the last time they were winning in football, they, they, that wasn't even a good time. That wasn't even a good time. They lost the Super Bowl that year, didn't they? They did. Uh, the last time was when they won the Super Bowl and we had the Super Bowl shuffle. That was the last time they had like a solid moment to praise the Bears. What do you mean? I double doink? There was a double doink in there. I had to keep. I have to keep reminding them of that. <laughs> if they don't come down to earth, okay, <laughs> they're high. They're high in the heavens right now. I had to remind them that the Eagles have. I don't. Know, they haven't beaten the Eagles in like ten years. Dude, Bears dude, fans, they're gonna if you're it, me, it, just start. If you're just start me. telling them you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're right. It's literally just Nick Foles. We gave yeah, them Nick. You're Foles. welcome. Um. So the reason the Bears are good, and I'm 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 objectively saying this. Nick Foles is playing out of his mind, and he did, I did not expect him to play as good as he is. So I'm very happy for the Bears. Very happy that they're succeeding. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for the Chicago Nick. I mean the Bears. <laughs> they're doing great. Yeah, um, I do like the Bears. Um, I mean, I, I'm their defense is really yeah. Good their too. defense, what I'm seeing is really good. Their offense is doing enough for sure. Uh, I, I like what I'm seeing. <sighs> I will say this team is five and one, but like. Just so for you Bears fans, so you can come down to earth for a second. You guys very well could be three and three. Before you go and flame other teams, realize that you guys have a winning. You won one game off of a drop touchdown to the Lions. You lo- just throwing that out there, and the Falcons. Falcon. Okay, don't come at me about how y'all beat good teams or something. You beat the Bu- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. That is it. Who else have y'all played? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not trying to flame y'all. I really am because, like, the, my I, my Eagles are two, four, and one. Okay, not trying to flame y'all. Y'all very well could be three and three right now. You guys earned those that Bucks win though. You earned this win this week. You guys played really good football. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna sit here and act like you didn't play. You're not playing really good football because you are. But I need y'all to come down to earth for a minute. And realize, oh shoot. Hey, we almost lost to the Lions. Like, that's not a division foe, and I know that, so that's why it's a close game. Y'all almost lost to the. Atlanta Falcons, but the Falcons are the Falcons, and they're going to continue to be the Falcons. But you know who did come back for y'all? Nick Foles. Never forget. Thank you. Anyway, you got that off your chest. Football again. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I don't have a problem with the Bears. I've never had a problem with the Bears because my entire family's Bears, but they've been sucking. Your entire family's football, Bears? So like... <laughs> Bears fans. <laughs> But like since I've since I've been a fan, they've been sucking, and when they get in the playoffs, they decide to lose by double doinking it. So it's like I have nothing to like. I have nothing to be scared of. But now all of a sudden, crap! They've lost one game this season. 
crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> who'd they lose to even? I don't even remember. The Colts? They lost to the Colts. Yeah, they've lost to the Colts this year. I, I was thinking, like, oh, my God, who did the Bears lose to? Who have the Bears played? <laughs> That's an interesting L, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Continue. So let's talk Giants and Washington. Giants win. Also, I want to state to that I dis—I don't dislike the Bears. Just want to really state that I do not dislike the Bears. I love Nick Foles. I think the team has a great thing going for them. I don't hate them. I hate the people around them right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twenty nineteen Giants over Washington. Uh, who's Washington's head coach? Ron Rivera. Yeah. Um. He got hired this offseason. He did, didn't he? Yeah, dog. He gotta go. What the fuck? Two-point conversion to win the football game? Send it. Your balls can only be so big, but wait, you have to succeed. You have to win these things. Yeah. You know what happens when you don't? Seahawks. I mean, I really like Ron Rivera as a coach. I mean, he was coach of the year at one point, back when he was the coach of the Not Panthers. this year. Not this year, but definitely. I do like Ron Rivera. Uh, I think I okay, – like – I'm I'm being dramatic. But yeah, you are. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a tough call. Washington tough Washington call. is just it's very they're very jagsy. They don't have a lot of pieces. They have one win and it's against the Eagles. And you don't understand how much that pisses me off. Yeah. Because they immediately benched Dwayne Haskins after that. Like he didn't just ball out against the Eagles. Oh my lord. Anyway. All right. Is that all we have for that one? Because that's all I really have. Is the Giants were less bad. Daniel Jones didn't play terrible. No, he did not. <laughs> Daniel Jones Daniel Jones actually Was that a bit of a foreshadowing there? No, I genuinely <laughs> like he didn't play bad football against the Eagles either. I genuinely think like Daniel Jones is like he looked he to me he's Eli Manning 2.0. Like he is playing like he is he's like he's mediocre, but like he's playing good enough like if they had an actual like team, they could probably be good. Yeah. Like this it's it's I don't think he – I think he is a, a quarterback for them, and I think he's good enough to be like – I don't want to say the franchise quarterback because I feel like he could easily be replaced with someone better, of course. But, like, he's – Eli Manning 2.0 is the only way I know how to describe this. He's not terrible, but he's not like – he's like middle of the pack. I think he's not a bad quarterback, but I don't think he's like hot trash, you know? Yeah. I don't think he's a phenomenal quarterback, but I don't think he's hot track. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see for sure. Yeah, I think he needs a little more time, but, like, no Saquon really hinders him. Yeah. I, I've seen Daniel Dimes throw a lot of dimes on us, and it's uh, it's very uh, it's very sad to see as an Eagles fan. Anyway. Okay. Next up, Dolphins we have Jets. the Dolphins beating the Jets 24-0. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, balled out. Tua got a little bit of time in there, too, but Fitzmagic balled out. I mean, That's all I have to say about that game. The, the, Dol- the Dolphins football. are looking really impressive the last few weeks. Like, I like the pieces on the Dolphins. Um, are they a playoff team? Maybe, probably not. No. But are they improved from last year? Definitely. Very much so. Uh, the Jets are the worst team in football. I have Moving no, on. I have no reason to believe they aren't. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, the Jets suck at football. We have the Broncos. All you. Beating the Patriots by a score of 18 to 12. Brandon McMahon is scoring all 18 of those points. Okay. Don't let the stat line scare you, okay? Drew Locke went 10 for 24 and threw two picks. Oh, shit. 
Uh, don't let that fool you. Really? Drew Locke played actually really well, given that this is his first game back in three weeks. Okay. Um, one what, one pick was not his fault. The other was basically like a kind of like a like arm punt sort of thing, right? Got it. So he played decently enough. Like he got him into scoring positions, but the Broncos' defense, I believe, is the reason why I brought up the Colts earlier is because the Broncos' defense, I believe, is third in the league in. Points allowed. Which is crazy. Because the Broncos' defense is beat up. Um, for sure. Like, they are still without Von Miller. Like, and he's probably out for the entire year. There's talks of him maybe coming back, like, late um, December. But probably gone for their whole year. They're down A.J. Boye, who they just signed. They're down Jarrell Casey, who they just signed. So, like, they, they should have no reason to be this good. But here we are. Um, and the, my boy Malik Reed, who is actually a friend of mine, IRL, not just, you know, some dude who plays for the Broncos, actually a close friend of mine. He went to the university of Nevada. He's not a close friend of mine, but I know who he is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he used to, he, he used to, I used to get to play scout quarterback on O-line versus D-line drills. And he used to try to take the ball from me every time. So Uh we got well acquainted. He apologized to me one time, and I appreciated that. (laughs) I'm like, listen, listen, I don't care if you do it to me, but then if you don't go do it to, like, San Diego State's quarterback, then I'm going to be mad. Then I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, exactly. Do it to me, but do it on Uh, them, No, had a career day, had had a pair of sacks, which is great, because he was a UDFA last year, so I'm super happy for him. Um, the, the Broncos defense undrafted is, free agent is what that stands for. Correct. You guys didn't yes. know because I was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Broncos are are playing really, really good right now. Really good football right now on defense. Um, their offense definitely needs to pick it up for sure. But um, given that this is Drew Locke's first game back in a few weeks, they are still without Cortland Sutton. It looks like Deontay Spencer is going to be out for a little bit. Um, they are still without Elijah Wilkinson. They are going to be maybe without Dalton Reisner now too. On the O line, huh. so I mean, and then Noah Fant has been on and off the field so far this season too. But we get Philip Lindsay back, we get Drew Lock back, so Philip Lindsay balled out this game. Yeah, too, we, it looks like we have some things going in the right direction on the Broncos' offense, but they definitely need to step it up and play on the same level that the defense does. And they have quite the test this week at home against the Chiefs. Yes, um, <clears throat> that's tough. But hey, Dave. Did some crazy things to the Patriots I didn't expect. So, hey, who knows? Right. Broncos. Bron- Bronco Broncos. We're up to the same amount of wins, by the way, to get as a unit. No, you have two and a half. Each of our teams. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, get, I get credit for that. I get credit for that. Moving right along. Packers Buccaneers. All right. Oh, wait. I guess I should ask. Was that all you said? Yeah, that, that's that, all I that, got. Was that, was that got? Uh, Cam Newton couldn't, could have played a lot better. He didn't. And I was really sad. But I'm happy the Broncos win. Proud of y'all. Thank you. Yay, thank you. Yay, I'm happy too. Packers Bucks. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Wow. Uh, so remember remember the Key and Peel skit where, you know, Hingle McCringleberry decided to triple pump and got flagged for it every time? Yep. It was all downhill. I know you've watched Key and Peel. Yeah, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, so um, whenever you triple pump, bad things happen is typically what happens, right? Yep. Based off of that. Yeah. Um, what what did the Packers? They started 10-0, right? Like 10-0? I believe so. 
Yeah. Um, what was the final score of that game? Like, 38 to 10. I don't know. Like 30, 30, 31, 38, 10? 38-10. Like, they didn't... They didn't score again, right? Correct. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so remember that time where I told you you were like, you're really good at the whole football thing, and you kind of just like, you didn't today. You didn't that game. 16 for 35. 160 yards. Two interceptions. The literally nothing could get going for this offense. Nothing could get going for this defense. They were struggling, and Tom Brady said, "Yeah, screw it. I'm gonna. We're gonna do it all." Ronald Jones went off. Tom Brady went off. Gronk got his first touchdown as a, a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer this week. Led the team in receptions and receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, come to earth, buddy. It's okay. You may have ruined your MVP chances with this game because Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind. Anyway. Yeah, we'll have to see for sure. Um, Bucks looked good after a rough week against the Bears last week too, but to be fair, they had that long week, which I think was nice for them. Um, I, I really liked what I saw the Bucks this week. Mm-hmm. Bucks are – they played out of their minds. But Packers kind of got brought down to earth with this game. That's crazy to me. How how like I, I did I did I expect this game to be close, not a blowout like it was. Four touchdown win? That's crazy. Couldn't even imagine it. Uh Rams Niners Monday night football or Sunday night football. This one was a bit shocking too. Pretty wild. I thought the Rams were gonna kinda run away with this game. Um but didn't I think Jimmy G did not get benched this game and he played out of his mind, right? Correct. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, 23 for 33, 268, three touchdowns. Raheem Mostert, thanks for not getting in the end zone, bud. Thanks for the 65 yards, bud. Thanks, big guy. Appreciate you uh, just running the ball and not doing anything else. Two receptions, 11 yards. Dude, you had 70. Yeah, dude. Uh, Niners played well. Niners played really well. They started off 14-0 in the first quarter and didn't look back. Yeah. Uh, It was definitely a weird game. I did not expect this outcome. Um. The Niners were scrappy. They stayed in it the whole game. They really shut down the, the, the Rams and what they tried to do. But it felt like the Rams weren't sticking to their game plan, like what they've been doing all year. The, like, the Rams' mm-hmm. offense looked different. Uh, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it, it maybe felt like, like they didn't run enough of their play-action, run-game, boot sort of thing. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, it, it felt like the Rams' offense looked different. So I don't know if that's something that the 49ers defense was doing to make them uncomfortable or put not or like not giving the right reads and audibling out of there normal stuff but it's it, it, it felt different and i don't know if that's the rams fault or the niners fault it definitely felt different i don't know how i i i am also not sure how i feel about it yet um i feel like we have to watch the next week because they both have actual tests this week as well like again um it was a division game that i feel like the rams kind of needed to win um but again you know it's kind of tough because of how their division currently is. Uh, Seahawks are dominating. Obviously, they're, the, the, the Niners are still in this. They're 3-3. Three and three. It's not like they're 1-5. Like, they're right there. Mm-hmm. Rams Rams, and Cardinals are both 4-2. and two. Like, they're right there. Um, easily could take a wild card spot with a seven with, with three wild cards slots now. Um, who knows? I think the Niners are making a resurgence, and those injuries earlier are the big things that hindered them. 
Who knows what can come out of this now? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was a little confused by how I, I felt like the the Rams just weren't good enough. Like it just, it frustrated me to watch. I was like, dude, what are you guys doing? You guys were supposed to be dominant. Y'all murdered, murdered so many rosters with their offense. It was great, and now you're just kind of there. What happened? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, so there was a Monday night football game. Or, as I like to call, a Monday Night Massacre. Well, first things first. Um, technically, oh wait, technically, Bills Chiefs happened first. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that Monday which was not a massacre. A Monday night, a Monday afternoon, fun game, and then a Monday Night Massacre. I apologize. Um, Monday so, afternoon, Chiefs Bills. We'll two o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast, at least. Uh, yes, Chiefs beat the Bills twenty-six to seventeen. I did not get to watch this game. I was working like a normal human being on the West Coast. Uh, I, too, was not watching this game. It was working like a normal human being. Yeah. Uh, uh, Josh Allen didn't play that well, though, from what I saw. Yeah, from, I, was, I had it on my phone for what else I, from what I could watch, but uh, Josh Allen didn't look that great Yeah. this game. And that was something interesting to point out. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs continue to roll, for sure. Uh, after a bounce back, after a losing to the Raiders and they look good this yeah. game it's because Mr. Clyde the guy balled out 20 they gave him 26 carries 26 carries 161 yards zero touchdowns but 6.2 average this man's this man's kind of balling and they controlled the clock this game and that's I think I think their time of possession was really high this game too mm-hmm. let me see if I can find it if I can find it I, I, I it's, not, it's not worth looking for but I think they had a really good they had a really good game. Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. Um, Andy Reid's offense this season is very different. As a longtime Eagle fan, this man likes to shoot. He likes to take shots, right? Mm-hmm. I've noticed that about Andy Reid. He is playing very – calm's not going to be the word I'm going to use because they still throw bombs. But, like, he's using Clyde a lot. Him and Patrick Mahomes had equal amount of touches. Mahomes had 26 throws. Clyde had 26 carries. That's an interesting stat in my eyes. They ran the ball more than they threw. Yep. And I think that's interesting for an Andy Reid offense. Definitely. But it kept the Bills off the field, and I think that's what he, he was trying to neutralize their offense because that's what's keeping the Bills – that's what the Bills are doing to win games. Yeah, the Bills' defense has kind of been a little lackluster for sure. It's the Bills' offense that's driving this boat, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would make sense if that was Andy Reid's strategy. Yeah, and Andy Reid's a genius, and I wish we could have given him a Super Bowl as a Philadelphia Eagle, but happy he has one now. That's all that matters. Yep. Big Red, baby. Yeah. I'm Ricky Love Bobby, Andy. and if you don't shoot Big Red, then uh, you can you just leave. Go by. See ya. Anyways, let's talk about the Cardinals and the Cowboys. You mean the Monday Night Massacre? The birds and the boys, but wrong birds. The the currently better birds. Yeah, if, if the Cowboys hadn't already lost to the Seahawks, they definitely ruined their chances at the bird gauntlet this time. The worst part about it is Kyler Murray didn't play well. He did not. He, uh, he didn't he have a great game. for 24. Game. Yeah, he didn't have a great game at all. But they you did enough. You did have a good game? You had a, good, had a, you had a fantastic game? Kenyon Drake, 28 carries, 164 yards. He played out of his mind. 
Kyler Murray ran for 74 yards as well. So the running game was working well. The passing game, not so much. But, hey, Kyler Murray had an 80-yard bomb to Christian Kirk, and that's all you need sometimes, you know? I want to say the biggest thing that lost them this game was the fact that they let Andy Dalton throw the football 54 times. That's just me, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it kind of felt like they they made him. They didn't let him. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, this game, basically, if you look at it, was, like, boring to start because it was, like, punt, 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 right? Like, just three and out, three and out. Good drive. Yeah. Done. Three and out, three and out. And then... Then the Cowboys, Cowboy. And by Cowboys, Cowboy, I mean Ezekiel Elliott is doing what he's done all season. And just had, had apparently had some butterfingers before each football game because he fumbled. He fumbled, touchdown. Comes back next drive, he fumbled again. And what happened? Touchdown. And then they punted. And then touchdown. One play, 80 yards. Christian Kirk. Like, halftime, 21-3. What happened? Third quarter? Come out. Andy Dalton? Interception. What happens? Touchdown. Like, <laughs> turnovers, dude. They had four of them. Four turnovers in the game to not a turnover from the, uh, to no turnovers for the Cardinals. Like, that, the, the turnover game won them this game. Like, they scored every, they scored a touchdown off of every turnover. Mm -hmm. No turnovers. <laughs> I guess you don't necessarily eliminate 28 points, but, like, you know, like, you Squash it a little bit. Looks more realistic, right? Like, you, that's four turnovers. That's why you got burned like this. You got nothing going. You lost all momentum every single drive because you turned the ball over in back-to-back-to-back drives, essentially. So, I don't know. I don't know what the Cowboys are doing, and I know I, I now know that Dak Prescott is the best player on that football team. Yeah, it, it's, 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 the Cowboys look bad without him, definitely. It's crazy. I, 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 I don't give Dak enough credit because I'm an Eagles fan. Dude's the best, best football player on that team. Yeah, Great. And I even argue great quarterback. Like, he is I, – I didn't realize how much, he sp how much he makes a difference. Like, he speaks a lot at the line. He sees a lot of things that people don't see. And that's probably why they were – they've been – I don't want to say winning games, but, like, they win more games with him, you know? Yeah. Dak, 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 rest up, dude. I don't want, I don't want you to come back too soon, but like, that's but for soon enough. purposes. But I hope a healthy recovery. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, that is that is week six. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, Saints, Seahawks were all on bye weeks this week. Mm -hmm. Um, our records were okay. Mine was better. Yeah. Uh, mine was not okay. Actually, just you, I went ten and four. Yeah, this you week. don't have to lie. You went ten and four. I went uh, seven and seven. This is the first time we've had anyone go five hundred. Mm -hmm. Everything has been above five hundred. The closest that's happened was my eight and six in week five. It was really close, but I didn't do it. Seven and seven. No one's gone below five hundred though, so we can give credit to ourselves where credit's due, right? No, 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 no par five hundred. That's beautiful, right? Yep. But we do have week seven to talk about, and as we talked about earlier in the podcast, follow at behind underscore plays, please. Uh, we're recording this after the fact. We did see Eagles-Giants. I'm okay with just going over the game now. We won't go over it next week since we already know it's fresh in our minds. I watched the entirety of the game. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, maybe so. I did not watch the entire game. I did. 
Did you did you look did you did you see some stats highlights? Oh, uh, I saw the play. The 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 the, the five the five eight baby Yoda God legend uh, game winning touchdown play. No. Uh, the the play that probably didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. the best play. Yeah, that the best one. play. Oh, my bad, my bad. I saw that one. Uh, this is this is. Oh yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk about it now that we're here. Giants-Eagles is what kicked off week seven, and as you guys know, we are recording this a little late. We usually record Wednesday night, upload Thursday morning so that you guys have the game, right? Or Thursday afternoon so you guys have the game ready. Um, unfortunately, Eric and I kind of slipped up on Wednesday. I was exhausted, and Eric didn't even me- – I don't think Eric messaged me until the following morning. Yeah, I forgot until, like, Thursday like, morning. I, pa- I passed out. Like, I passed out. woke up. I was like, all right, crap, the podcast. And I look at my messages, go message him, and he already messaged me. I was like, shoot. So we're recording this Friday night. Um – breaking the fourth wall uh we've we've seen eagles giants uh i will never ever say anything uh, other than i'm grateful for my heart and my healthy body because i had a heart condition i i if i had a heart condition i probably would have died watching that football game for 60 minutes yeah. uh giants eagles was a badly good game that's how i'm gonna word that <laughs> it was close so it was competitive but they both kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carson Wentz turned the ball over one time. He threw a pick. Uh, I believe Daniel. I believe the Giants turned the ball over about three or four times. Uh, the problem. The problem with this game was that the Eagles didn't score off of turnovers, and they went three for seven in the red zone. Uh, there's probably three or four really big plays that happened this game. And just so we're all in clarification, Daniel Jones running for 80 freaking yards is the greatest thing that we witnessed in the entire nation of the Giants. Yeah, because... You guys had a white quarterback <laughs> run for 80 yards. You hear the words Daniel Eli Jones... Manning could you never. You hear the words Daniel Jones ran for 80 yards, and you're like, wow, that's neat. But if you knew what we were talking about, it would be less neat. <laughs> yeah, he. it was pretty wild. But, you know, he had a touchdown. Yeah. Then he decided, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> you remember Trip. he picked the he, he picked the Eagles to win this game too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they did still score off of that drive. Uh, I believe they pushed the lead to like twenty. Uh, they they took the lead on that. They were up fourteen ten at that point, I believe. Um. Yeah, I I, I genuinely enjoyed watching the game. Uh, I watched it with uh, my friend Travis, who is also a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought this was very fun. Uh, fun time to watch together and so this game was basically like eagles kind of showed off like their opening drive was phenomenal sean jackson got involved his first game back and probably his last game back and then uh he showed up showed out our tight ends showed up even though we have no clue who it is richard rogers and Kroom were playing well mm-hmm. um boston scott had himself one heck of a game as the starting running back that's saying something since Corey Clement didn't play that much. Um, and Carson Wentz did Carson Wentz things. Like, he threw one interception, yeah, but it was a dumb interception. By the way, whoever picked that ball off, I, w- I want you to go look up this interception when you have a chance. Uh, bad throw from Wentz, wildly dope interception from the Giants to uh, <laughs> safety or cornerback. Like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Dude caught it while floating out of bounds and tapped his toes in. I was like, Sheesh! Relax! Stupid throw from Wentz. By no means should he have thrown that ball. 
dope pick though. Yeah. Like from a football fan, I was like, sheesh. Like you asked Travis, I was like mad that I was like, darn it, Wentz. And I was like, sheesh, that was a really good play from the cornerback though. Like, Certainly, yeah. Like it was like it was beautiful. Um, Daniel Jones didn't play terribly. Uh, he got, I think he got picked off once this game. Uh, this is this is back to my he's mediocre standpoint. Like I don't think he played bad. I think he played well enough to win that football game. But like they threw, he threw a pick that was off of a tipped pass. Like it tipped at the line and then it was a touchdown, mm-hmm. right? Um, the biggest thing, the thing that the the reason the Eagles lost this game, or sorry, they won this game. Felt like they lost though. The reason that the the Eagles only had to do what they did to win the game. Um, they came out, scored a touchdown on the opening drive. I don't think the Eagles have done that all year. So, beautiful. Forced a punt, went three and out, punted the ball, then a one-play touchdown to Golden Tate. Uh, on actually good coverage from Kervon LeBlanc. A beautiful play from Golden Tate. Then Jake Elliott makes a field goal. Call it a day, right? Then it's interception, interception, right? We get an interception off of a tip from Daniel Jones. Jalen Mills picks it off. Shout out to Jalen Mills. And then we drive all the way down the field just for Carson Wentz to throw it an interception. Then it's like, punt, punt. And then they fumble. And then go to the halftime. We miss a field goal. You want to know how far that field goal was? How far? 29 yards. Really? Yeah, Jake Elliott missed a field goal. This is three weeks in a row. This is why I said I was going to talk about Jake Elliott in this one. Three weeks in a row, Jake Elliott's missed a field goal. Uh, I think the first one was 55. Second one was like 53. I gave him a little bit of a pass for those because they were barely off from 50-something yards against the Steelers and the Ravens, you know, without, you know, your normal offensive linemen that are supposed to be there. Understandable. 29 yards is inexcusable. Yeah. Like, this is uh, this game is entirely different. We left that on the field. We missed um, – we missed two two point uh, two I believe two two point conversions this game as well. Uh, we missed four red zone trips. We didn't get any points out of zero points whatsoever. Like the biggest thing about the Eagles this season, and I'm I'm missed opportunities now. I can see why they're losing games. They're missing easy opportunities to get points. They're not taking them. Missing field goals, going for it on fourth down, and honestly a. No, lack of a PI call, but that's just me. Uh, they call the like they drop like bad passes and the, r- not running it with Boston Scott when he's on fire, using Jalen Hurts, but he's not doing much on this this time. So why are we keeping him in the ball game? Like it's like little things where you should be fine, but you're not. Uh, the Giants ended up getting two really good drives, and they went up twenty one ten, and then the Giants, you know, did Giants things and choked. Uh, also, Deshaun Jackson went out with an injury. He is placed on the IR again. He came back this game after missing uh, the last five, four games. He missed. He was out from week two to just now, week seven. So five, five games. Um, and the sad part is, you ever like watch a game and you're like, oh, he's injury prone. Let's hope he's okay, type of thing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can. And he's one of our best receivers. We kind of need him. He showed up. He caught three passes and he didn't drop anything. And he he was showing that he's like. He's still good at football. Like, he's really fast and quick, and he's perfect for the Carson Wentz offense. He got um, he got taken out. Um, he was hurt off of a penalty. Should have been a double penalty in my eyes. Um, he returns the punt. I feel like they were, you know, they were down 21-16. Meadowlands, we never forget it, so we always put Deshaun <laughs> Jackson on the punt return team for those situations. Um, he starts to return it. Helmet to helmet hit. It was a helmet helmet hit. He's on the ground. Late hit. Um, as he's like, like as he's on the ground, he gets a late hit. So his ankle curls up. 
uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, he's placed back on IR. Might have season-ending surgery, which sucks. Yeah. Um, that's not his fault. You know, he's put out there to make a play, and the Giants hit him with two dirty hits, and that sucks. Like, we, like, it's like if anything could go wrong, it goes wrong for Deshaun Jackson. I feel really bad for him. Like, I, I think this may turn into an Andrew Luck, uh, uh, a linebacker for the uh, Luke Keekley type of scenario where they're done. Got to hang it up young. D-Jax isn't very young, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's sad. I really like Deshaun Jackson. If anybody knows this, um, I don't tell very many people this or that nobody knows. Deshaun Jackson is actually my favorite Philadelphia Eagle of all time. I love Deshaun Jackson. He left. I was heartbroken. Because that's when I started being a fan. Right? Right. Um, that's why I always hate Chip Kelly. <laughs> but him continuously getting hurt after seeing so many, like, playing all 16 games for Washington, playing all 16 games for uh, the Buccaneers, playing, like, doing this. And then he just comes out, comes back to the Eagles. We're excited. He plays three games. And that was playing two games and now he's not gonna play again and it's like dude yeah he's not gonna be an eagle for much longer and it's sad and i'm 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 very upset that this happened again it's kind of like Wentz, you know he's gotten cracked a bit but like he's like i don't think they're injury prone you just had really bad luck like yeah let me just yeah i'm injury prone tore my acl then i got hit in the back and so i got back spasms and then i got hit in the head with a helmet to helmet hit from jadavian clowning i got a concussion couldn't even count to like 10 but no, I'm injury prone, right? Like it's it's that type of scenario for me, you know. Um, I will say, aside from the stupid interception, Wentz played his best football he's ever played, uh, or uh, played the season. Wentz played really good football. So, no, no cap. Like he threw for like 360 yards. Um, he made so many plays out of nothing. That game-winning touchdown to Boston Scott. He threw it over like a six-foot defender into a five-eight to uh, wide, uh, running back's hands on it, like. Boston Scott did absolutely nothing but run and stick his arms out. That's how it felt. That's how clean it was. He threw a 50-yard bomb to John Hightower, which, bless Hightower's soul for catching the football this game, um, and right in the breadbasket. Like, Carson Wentz is showing he's still a stud. Just got to stop making these dumb decisions that cost us stuff. Leaving points on the board. Red zone trips can't end in interceptions like those. You know? So, now we can go on to predictions. I, I think the Eagles winning this game provides them with some momentum that they can ride. But, like, going into a game where they have to play the Cowboys in Sunday night football, they have nine weeks of rest. Maybe we'll get Lane Johnson back because we have plenty of time to rest. Maybe we'll get um, Alshon Jeffrey finally for this game. But I don't think Alshon Jeffrey really wants to play. Not going to lie. Um, maybe we'll get Miles Sanders back for this game. But it's like it's, it's – it's looking tough to be a to be an Eagles fan mm-hmm. uh, coming into this Cowboys game, and you're kind of scared. You got them at home though, and you have your bye week right after. So either way, you're coming into the second half of the season hopefully crisp, because uh, you're gonna have people coming back from injuries, which is which is good, especially for the Eagles because they have the hardest part of their schedule coming up. Carson Wentz is playing good football, and I think he can ride this momentum and actually win games, like hard games, like Cardinals, like. Like uh, like like uh, like Rams. Oh, we lost the Rams. Sorry, not the Rams. <laughs> not the Rams. Can't be Who the was Rams. I thinking of? Uh, shoot. Who was I thinking of? The Browns. That was the other team. Mm. Like we could beat the Browns. Like those. Like those are winnable games if you can get slightly healthier and 
come back and play because then you have to play the Giants, Washington Cowboys. Like five, five. That's six wins, right? Six wins you get under your belt, right? That's a what eight win football team in the NFC East. That's enough. That's more than like, enough, probably. That's enough. You'll probably win that's the enough. NFC East by about four wins. That's enough. That's all you need. And like they're there, they just need to execute a little bit better. I think you don't have to be perfect because I know they're not going to be. But we can't make stupid mistakes. We can't just leave points on the board. We can't come. We can't win. We can't. We, we shouldn't be winning games when we went three and seven in the in, in red zone. We shouldn't be winning games. We shouldn't be winning games when we have turnover differential. And we don't score points off turnovers. It's just like, and they do. That's just one by a point against the Giants, which uh, uh, Giants are. Uh, for anyone who thinks that the Eagles are 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 oh they won we're celebrating because we want to get some we want to get a rival you know like I don't care what records show like the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl they want they beat the the Giants by three points. They went the Eagles went thirteen and three that year, like you know it's like they beat the Cowboys by like a touchdown. You know, it's it's rivalry games. That's they're gonna happen. Bad game, bad team, good team. Like the Lions almost literally beat the Bears by a drop touchdown. Like that that those those are the games. The Raiders beat the Chiefs this season. You think the Raiders are a better team than Chiefs? Not even a little bit. No, right. It happens. That's rivalry games for you. Yeah. It's division games. They happen. So shut up. <laughs> Like, you can't, you can't, like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I didn't say the Eagles played good, and I don't think the Eagles are playing good football this season. They're losing games for a reason. But calm down. Calm down with the, oh, you guys beat a bad team by a point. You shouldn't be celebrating. Yeah, 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 we should. A division win's a division win right now. And those are very important no matter what division you're in. Just saying. Thank you. Predictions. Okay. <laughs> really quickly, I've had this stat on my phone for the last, like, nine minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I ran through that. That game was fun to watch, though. I'm not gonna lie, I je- I definitely enjoyed watching that game. Like, I also enjoyed watching the Ravens game, even though we lost that. Like, that was a very fun game to watch. Carson Wentz just needs to start playing two. So I've had this stat on my phone for the last nine I'm ready, minutes. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Colin Kaepernick's stats in college. You ready? Yes. Ten thousand ninety-eight passing yards, eighty-two passing touchdowns, four thousand one hundred and twelve rushing yards, fifty-nine rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Only player in NCAA history with more than 10,000 passing yards and 4,000 rushing yards in a career. That's crazy. Um, and the other thing I wanted yeah, to share is that – so tomorrow is is kickoff. Tomorrow, Saturday, is kickoff for the Mountain West. Um, nice. Uh-huh. Which they brought back to football. So we – Nevada plays Wyoming at home, Wyoming being the alma mater of one uh, Josh Allen, the yes. quarterback kind. Not the, not the D-end on the Jags. Um, and the other, another big name, the, probably the other big name that went to Nevada, uh, spoke to the team today via zoom on, on the big scoreboard in the stadium was, uh, Nate Burleson. Nice. Oh, Hey, that's cool. So I thought that was neat. That's a neato stato from Erico. Yeah. I'm here to help. Anyways, let's get to some predictions for week seven. So, so we, we both start off one and zero because we both predicted the Eagles to beat the giants. It was on Twitter. Just it's on Twitter. Point that out. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. There's, there's, there's receipts, I promise. Yep. All right, uh, Panthers Follow behind the, at... Behind underscore plays on Twitter. Thank Panthers you. Panthers at Saints. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, the Saints are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these are both two teams that are kind of a little bit shaky this year, especially in the NFC South. Uh, that's going to be probably end up being dominated by the Bucks. 
Um, yeah. But given that I, I, the Saints are coming off a bye and uh, the Panthers are coming off a rough loss to the Bears, I think that puts the Saints in an advantage. So I'm taking the Saints. Um, I want to continue to take the Saints, and I'm, I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, no Michael Thomas still, which I think is a huge hit. Um, the Saints are playing weird football this season, and I think they need to figure out what they need to do to start winning games again, and the Panthers are a good team to figure that out on. So I think they're going to win this game, but, like, they need to start. If they want to compete with this division right now, because they're right there. Like, they're, they're right there. Got to make some plays, and I think that the, the Saints are weird right now. They're always weird, though. They're always like this. And at front, I, I don't ever know what to think of the Saints. They're always, like, good. But then they're, like, shaky. And then they, like, don't do anything. And then they win. And I'm like, what? <sighs> so, Saints are going to beat the Panthers, though. I think they'll beat the Panthers. Unless Teddy Bridgewater has himself one heck of a day. Yep. All right, we got Bills at Jets. Uh, Bill. All right, so we got Browns at <laughs> yeah, Bengals. I mean, enough said. That game's not a football yeah, no, game. Yeah, enough said. I mean, Jets are the worst team in football. <laughs> I'm not taking the Jets. I'm taking the Bills. Right. I swear if this is the game the Jets win this season, I promise you. I'm we're coming back to the podcast and I'm I'm deleting my podcast. <laughs> oh god, I hope the Jets don't win now. <laughs> I like doing this. this is All right. Uh, Browns at Bengals. Yeah, the Bills are just better. This is a You know what's crazy? What's crazy? I I I had I obviously have I have the Browns winning this game, right? Um if you would have told me, I, at the beginning of the season, I had the Bengals winning this game, first off. Secondly, still think this is upset alert, that the Bengals could win this game. I agree. Lastly, the Browns, I think, are better, though. Like, like they're just, like, Odell Beckham Jr. is just, I think they're going to kind of go through him again. And I think they're just playing really good football when it comes to the offensive side of things. Uh, their defense is playing really well, too. They're shutting down the like the bad teams that they're supposed to, and I think the Bengals are a team that that's going to get shut down. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to do much against like Miles Garrett in them. So, uh, I'm taking the Browns for pretty much the same reasons. Uh, they're coming off a rough loss to the Steelers. The Bengals are coming off a rough loss to the Colts. I feel like overall these two teams, between the two of them, I feel like the Browns are more talented. Um the only thing that I'm worried about with the Browns, and I feel like it's because of all the personalities that they have with the Browns, is cohesion at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like the Bengals are a little bit more of a mess, so I, I'm sticking to the Browns. Yeah. Agreed. That's it's all. Like, it's just it's tough. But the Bengals will bounce back. I think they're going to have a good season next season. And by good, I mean, like, better, which is very easy to do, obviously. Uh, Cowboys football team. This one's actually kind of tough. I genuinely agree. I hate I hate um, NFC East matchups. I I really do, because it's always I'm just sorry. like God, who sucks less? Yeah. Um. The thing is, is that Washington's pass rush is kind of what shut the Eagles down. Is Chase Young back? Week one. I don't know. Of course he. Of course he's hurt when you know they don't. Have to no offense. I like Chase Young. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. Active. That's what it says. Chase Young still hurt? Either way, I'm going with, I think, the Cowboys. I feel like overall they're more talented than Washington. 
I feel like they're in a better position to win. I think they saw what Andy was capable of, and I think they adjust. Um, I think Washington's a little bit of a mess. What do you think, big guy? Um, as, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I promise you if the Washington football team win this game, I will... I will I will buy a Dwayne Haskins jersey even though he's not playing. Actually, I'll buy an Alex Smith jersey even better. Buy an Alex Smith 49 um, jersey. No, a Washington jersey. <laughs> um, that's where he's shown his most grit. Let's be real. Um, but I think the Cowboys are better. The thing is, is that they can't have Andy Dalton throwing the football 50 times. If they have Andy Dalton throwing the football 50 times, they are losing this game, in my opinion. Give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. He fumbles. I get it. He's had a tough time. He is still currently your best football player. Also, if you're going to throw the football, throw screen passes to C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper and get them involved. Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, do it. Just do it. Thank you. I I just don't – they're not getting the ball to Zeke enough. 12 carries last game, that's it? I know he fumbled twice, but, like, she's not going to put the ball back in his hands? You just – 54 times for Andy Dalton? I get Dak, but Andy Dalton? Yeah, um, the Cowboys can't put Andy Dalton in, in a position to fail. I think they learned that last week. I hope they learned that last week. So I, I'm uh, picking yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, same. I'm picking the Cowboys too, but... Woo, woo, upset alert, upset alert, if you want to call it an upset, I guess. <laughs> uh, Titans-Steelers, this is the um, absolute nutter game of the week, in my opinion. Aside from potentially Seahawks. Uh, I would say this can be better than Seahawks Cardinals. We got two undefeated teams Agreed. going head to head. This is a matchup that was supposed to happen week four is now happening week seven. I feel like both these teams I'm are happy better. we got it later. Yeah, I'm kind of happy we got it a little later. This is nice. All right, I want your opinion first. <sighs> okay, I genuinely went back and forth on this about seven times. I went okay. This, was, this is how my argument went in my head, okay? Now, just imagine there's two, like, little Davions on my shoulders, right? This is exactly how this conversation went. Right shoulder, Derrick Henry. Got it. Left shoulder. Steelers' defense is really, really good at this whole football thing, and they're playing out of their minds. They're probably going to stop Ryan Tannehill from throwing, but Derrick Henry's right there, but they also might stop Derrick Henry. It's like, good point, good point. Go back to right shoulder, Derrick Henry. I'm like, great point. Go back to the left point. Go to back to the left shoulder, talking about the Steelers. Like, yeah, but Ben Roethlisberger is playing out of his mind. Like, he, you wouldn't act like he was old. And I was like, yeah, yeah, true. Can this Titans defense stick it out? Can they do it? And then I go back to the right shoulder, and they're like, Derrick Henry. So I went with the Titans. So you're going with the Titans. Because Derrick, <laughs> Henry. Derrick Henry's a football player. Cool. Um, <laughs> Derrick Henry's playing out of his mind this I season. I did not go very back and forth. I was pretty confident in my pick on the Steelers. I, uh, it was so difficult for me. It's so difficult. I really liked I'm what like, I saw from the Steelers last week. I really liked what I've seen from the Steelers this season. I think the Steelers are for real. Like, genuinely, I think at this point in the season, I think the yeah. Steelers are better than the Ravens. I think the Steelers are going to win the North. I do, too. I think they're a better football team than the, the Ravens, but I don't know if they're a better football team than the Titans. 
I think they like, are. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's playing like he's playing out his mind, but like they're gonna shut down. I think they're gonna shut down Ryan Tannehill, so they're not gonna be able to get that play auction stuff off like they normally do. But if they let Derrick Henry go for two hundred yards, can you still see them winning this football game? But will they let him go for two hundred yards? Probably not. But like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm picking. So I, I, I'm picking the Steelers, and I, I, I was pretty confident with this one. I'm. You know what? Full send. I'm still going Titans, but like holy crap! I hope this game is what I want it to. Yeah. Be. Uh, and now we go to a, a lesser. Yeah, this game, game is not Jaguars. Ch- Jaguars Chargers. Um, I'm gonna go Chargers. Justin Herbert is actually pretty good, and the Jaguars have an identity crisis, and I'm upset about it. Uh, Chargers are coming off a bye, and the Chargers are better. So I'm making the Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they beat the Saints the week before that, too? No, they almost lost to the Saints. They just barely lost to the Saints in overtime. Oh, okay, okay. That's right. They, lo- they won. Uh, Saints won off a field goal yeah. in OT. Crazy. Okay, we got Packers, Texans. Packers Texans. at Texans. Um, the, I mean, the Texans. This is a closer game than I think. If this game uh, were happening week six, if, if this game were happening week six, I would have told you Packers 110%. But the Packers looked really bad last week. It was because it was the Buccaneers, though. I don't like, know if it was because it was the Buccaneers. I feel like I feel like that team true, got true, out of it. True, I think true. like right around Rogers' second pick, they, I I feel like that team's just like cool. Yeah, not happening this time. Reset. Get back. That no, let's not. Which I don't know if it's the type of mentality to have because the Texans definitely aren't in the worst position in the world. They're not pushovers. So they dropped thirty six on the. The Titans yeah, this one. If this game was happening week six, it would have been it, it would have been much 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 easier to pick the Packers. But it's a little bit closer this week. I think I'm still taking the Packers though. But it's definitely harder to pick than it was. Yeah, I'm picking Packers too. But again, like there's woo woo upset alert upset alert woo woo. Like I, I feel I feel that, that siren's going off in my head, and I don't know how to feel. But I think the Packers are winning the football game on the road in. The Texans play Houston. Houston, yeah, that is the city that the Houston. Texans play. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't it's think of NRG that. NRG Stadium like, in Houston. I Texas. kept wanting to say Texas, and I'm like, yeah, they're the Texans, I, yeah, well, but they're not. Houston, I mean, they play in yeah, Texas. You, but would, like, what you wouldn't city? have been wrong. The Texas Texans. Like I literally was like Dallas. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> I know that's not right. I was like, what other cities are in Texas? El Paso. It's like, they got. Are they the Austin Texans? El Paso Texans. Wait, that's that's the they need to move to Austin. Austin Texans? That's a dope name. I like it more. Screw the Houston Texans. Austin <laughs> Texans. That's the real Yeah. That'd be a win in my eyes. <laughs> They'll win something this season. Alright, we got Lions at Falcons. You already know what it is. Alright, no, you already know I what need this you is. first. You already know what this is. I need you, you already first. know what this is. I'm not I'm never picking the Falcons again. Not doing it. Falcons fans at this point should be happy I don't because they win every time I don't. So, uh, but I'm never picking the Falcons again. I'm picking the Lions. Based off of principle at this point, I'm picking the Lions. Um, We got got Detroit rolling into the ATL. Going up against interconference foe. Uh, Both coming off pretty decent wins. Against pretty mediocre teams. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons to win this game. I think the Atlanta Falcons are better by a little bit of a margin. Okay. I mean, you're probably not wrong. I'm. Just, it's it's off of principle. But, uh, principle. principle. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. 
Res it's I respect it. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. let's get skip this one because it got flat. Yeah. So let's go straight to Chiefs We're Broncos. Head over to Chiefs Broncos. Uh, um, Broncos looked I'm better la than last week. Um, I think they definitely missed Drew Locke. I don't feel like they can beat the Chiefs though. I I I don't either. I'm picking I'm the sorry. Chiefs. I have to pick the Chiefs. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Then again, for what it has to be I done. mean, we both said Patriots last week, and it happened, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I will t gladly be wrong Chiefs. here if it means the Broncos actually win. I'll, I'll take it 100 out of 100. If the Broncos times. win, I'll be the first one to buy a Drew Locke jersey, yeah. too. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gotta. i thinking about spending a lot of money this week. I need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, um, we got 49ers at Patriots. It's Jimmy Garoppolo's return to Foxborough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think it's spoiled. Um, I think Bill Belichick is a phenomenal mind, and he works really, really well against certain teams. No more Raheem Mostert again um, for the Niners. I think the Niners lose to the Patriots. But I think that the I think Bill Belichick actually uses his gigantic noggin and coaches the crap out of this game for some reason. I you know am. Cam needs a resurgence game. After what happened last week, and I think this is the game to do it. Uh, this is the team that's going to help them do it because the Niners we've seen aren't like over the top amazing right now. Granted, they did have they hit the bed with injuries, like everyone was hurt. Um, but I think the Patriots are still a decently good football team. Okay, I am also taking the Patriots. Um, huh? Yay. Yeah. I feel like I know what the Patriots are, and I don't know what the Forty ers are anymore. So. Yeah. I'm taking I'm that's, that's yeah, it. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. All right, let's go Bucks Raiders. Oh, this actually was a lot tougher than I expected it to be to pick. I not no, I don't think so, personally. But I think I that's think I think that's Broncos bias. Um, I it might be, but the Raiders I'm, the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, but that's not easy to do. Like, they beat them 40 to 32. It's not like they beat them by, like, it's not like they played, like, the, the, the Chiefs still did their thing. But the Raiders dropped 40 points. Like, people don't do that that often against the Chiefs. Don't get me wrong, the Raiders aren't that great, but they, they're off a of bye week, too. But they rode into that bye week with so much momentum that they're home. It's in Vegas. Do I think the Buccaneers still beat them? Yes. Is this a wee wee upset alert upset? Wee wee. Yeah. Yes, could be. I'm not. I'm not even kidding here. Um, I'm also taking the Bucks pretty easily. I don't know what it is. This Raiders team is that something special about them for absolutely no reason. Don't know why. So the real Sunday night football game, Seahawks Cardinals. Uh, this is definitely a good game for sure. Um, Seahawks are one of the best teams in the NFL. Arguably the best team in the NFL right now. Yes. Um, and we have the Cardinals who are up and coming four and two, potentially in a position here to, to make a run at a wild card, maybe even at the NFC West itself. <laughs> maybe the NFC West. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a nail biter and this is probably the hardest one to pick for me. Um, but I'm going with the really? Seahawks on the road. I'm going with the Seahawks on the road too, but this one wasn't as hard for me to pick. I feel like Russell Wilson's playing his best football he's played in, in a minute. And DK Metcalf is the guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Tyler Lockett is playing great too. Like 
The Seahawks are playing really, really good football. They're very sparse on injuries. They're staying healthy. They're off another. They're off a bye week where they're going to play. I think they're going to play well. They rode momentum. They're undefeated still. Um, they know that they know if they win this, they're going to be one of the, t- the one of the two undefeated teams left. You know, mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks win this game, but Cardinals are going to put up a fight. I think Kyler Murray is too young, and he's going to he's going to make more mistakes. Like nine for twenty four last game doesn't convince me that he's not going to make enough mistakes. But they were getting it done on the ground, but I don't know if they could do that again against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So they could do it against the boys, but I don't know if they can do it against the Hawks. All right, Monday Night Football, we have the Bears in Los Angeles playing the Rams. This was also pretty tough to call. Very. You're picking the Bears? Uh, no. Oh. Oh, you said very. I'm not. I said very. Okay. I thought you said, bear. I think you said Bears. No, it was very hard to pick. Um, I'm picking the Rams. I, too, am picking the Rams. I feel like I feel like this is a bounce back week for the Rams. I feel like the Bears I feel like the Bears have flaws and I don't feel like this is this is the time for the Bears. Though I feel like if the Bears win this game, I have I'm running out of reasons to doubt the Bears. I really am. Same. Agreed. I will 100% agree with you. I will stop doubting the Bears after the Yeah. If they win. If they win. If they win. Because like my doubts on the Bears have been okay. They won a game because DeAndre Swift dropped the touchdown in his first NFL career game. Mhm. And the Falcons Falcons. They also lost to the Colts. The other three games, did they they definitely won those Buccaneers. They earned that game. They earned that game. I'm not even gonna say earn cap. They earned that game. Mm-hmm. Last week against the uh Panthers, they earned that game. They earned that game. Uh the other team they beat that's not the Falcons or the, the Lions was a bad team. I think it was like the Giants. I mean, of course they're going to earn that game with the Giants. Um, this is the game. If they win this game and they don't win it off of like a fluke call or like th- th- Cooper Cup drops a pass in the end zone for a win. Okay. I'm sorry, Chicago fans. I will stop doubting you. But until that's proven, I don't know. I think the Rams are a good team. I mean, they're good offensively. The Bears are really good defensively. The Rams are – I think the Rams' defense is what's going to win them the game because the Bears' offense is like, it's okay. It's not terrible. I love my boy Nick Foles, but A-Rob, he's throwing A-Rob, and Tariq Cohen's your starting running back, mm-hmm. I think, if he's playing, or David Montgomery or someone like that. They're playing running back. Like, your weapons are kind of scarce. Don't get me wrong. They're better than a lot of teams right now because everyone's hurt. But, like, still the Bears. Nick Foles just finds a way. Finds a way, man. Um, I'm gonna go Rams though, but I'm gonna say uh, by a touchdown or less. Yeah, it'll be close. I'm I'm also picking the Rams though. Well, that wraps up week seven. Yes, it does. Um, uh, the Colts, Dolphins, Ravens, and Vikings are all heading into a yes. Week, by the way. Okay, so this is definitely gonna be a good one. So to recap, it seems like we have two different. I believe so. We had the Eagles, Giants together. Uh, uh, we had Eagles, Saints. I have Eagles, Saints, Bills, Browns, Boys, Titans, Chargers, Packers, Falcons, Seahawks, Chiefs, Patriots, Bucks, Rams. I think the only thing different was that you have the Steelers over the Titans, which is probably the hardest game to pick out of the two, in my opinion. Um, maybe maybe Seahawks, Cardinals a little bit harder. Um, and then you have the Lions, I have the Falcons. Yep. Correct? 
So I have Eagles, Saints, Bills, Browns, Cowboys, Steelers, Chargers, Packers, Lions, Chiefs, 49ers, Buccaneers, Saints, and Rams. Or Seahawks and Rams. Huh. Okay. Well. Yeah, that's what I got. We'll see how it goes. For sure. I think if one of we're, – we're sitting here waiting for someone, one of us to go sub 500, but it's just not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're doing We're professionals, good. clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm seven and seven last week. Like, come on. I know what I'm doing. Hey, I, I, I feel like I'm doing significantly better than I think I am. I've gone two, three, four weeks with four, with four wrong. Pretty good. Other weeks were nine and seven, eight and six, but 12, four, 12, four, 11, four, 10, four is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. If I do say so myself. You still have best record, uh, best record in a single week at 13 and three. But now you also have the worst record in a single week at seven and seven. Yep. I think overall I'm winning though. Yes, yeah. you have a few nine games seven. on me. Let's see. Well, well, let's let's figure it out. Nine seven. So I have one game. Uh, you have one game on me there. Now I have one game on you. I, I have I have these. One. I have four games on you right now. Yeah, you currently have four games on me. You're sixty two and twenty nine. Wow. I'm fifty eight and thirty three. Wow. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, listening around the world, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, we are going to wrap it up there. Are there any closing remarks you'd like to say about uh, anything shaking up in the NFL right now? I got not. Uh, COVID seems to be being less of an impact right now, which is really nice. Hopefully it doesn't shake any more crazy games up. Yeah, we'll have to see, but I, I got nothing. Uh, my only thing is, is a couple things. I do, for competitive sake, hope that someone in the NFC East does go above 500. Like I said, I think the Eagles have the best chance, even though they have the harder schedule out of all the teams there. Um, but I also would like to say I don't hate the Bears. Thank you. <laughs> I just hate Bears fans right now. <laughs> you guys are tripping. I don't know what the Eagles did to y'all specifically, but give you 10 years of pain, but like, sheesh. It's okay. It's okay. Um, with that, we're going to head out. Thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, appreciate all of you guys and all your support. Again, please do not forget to follow the Twitter. Please. P- please. And uh, my personal Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Eric's personal Twitch and Twitter as well. Um, you can find me at Davion underscore OW on anything, and I believe Eric is a little different. I believe he's Eric TS underscore on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then it's like... Eric T insert last name here on Twitch. It's all linked. It's all linked in the in the in the bottom. Comments, description, whatever podcast channel you're listening to. It's there. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Appreciate all of you. Have a great rest of your night. From Davion and Eric, this is behind the plays. We'll catch y'all week seven recap, week eight predictions. See ya. Peace.